News when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Doug Krisner. Today in Hong Kong, the government is putting its number one national security target on trial. He is Jimmy Lai, the founder of Hong Kong's most popular tabloid, Apple Daily. Lai has already spent more than a thousand days in prison, and he could spend the rest of his life behind bars if convicted of these national security crimes. Here is Bloomberg's Jenny Marsh. He had connections to sort of top leaders in D.C., particularly during the Trump era. He was often sort of meeting with people who were really informing the U.S. president's decision. So he was just this sort of unique threat in terms of the way he could influence public opinion here. And once they pass a security law... They have thrown the full weight of it at him. That is Bloomberg's Jenny Marsh. Now the U.S., the U.K., and Canadian lawmakers have raised concern over the Lai case. Any conviction of Lai does risk further inflaming ties between China on one hand and the U.S. and the U.K. on the other. This trial, by the way, is slated to last three months. North Korea fired an intercontinental ballistic missile toward waters off its east coast. This is a show of force after the U.S. and South Korea held talks on containing Pyongyang's atomic ambitions. This would be North Korea's fifth ICBM test this year. The class of missile is the most powerful in North Korea's arsenal and designed to deliver a nuclear warhead to the U.S. mainland. Support for Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida has fallen to fresh lows. This is according to polls taken after Kishida reshuffled his cabinet to contain a funding scandal. Here is Bloomberg's Isabel Reynolds. What he was trying to do was oust four ministers who are suspected of involvement in this slush fund scandal, uh, where they didn't record uh, funds that they had received as donations from their factions. So he got rid of them on Thursday. The polls over the weekend showed that there is, really hasn't had the effect that he probably was hoping for. The support has fallen to fresh lows, and one of them has actually recorded disapproval has risen to the highest ever in that series of polls, which goes back to 1947. I mean, it's, it's not a figure that you see very often. It's obviously a very disappointing state of affairs for Kishida. That is Bloomberg's Isabel Reynolds. Israel is pushing back on increasing calls from European leaders for a ceasefire. Here's Bloomberg's Bill Ferries. Politically, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu under uh, increasing fire domestically because of the uh, apparent killing of those three hostages killed by IDF forces. That's kind of raised the issue again about the the situation of the more than 125 hostages still being held. Uh, You have Secretary, uh, Pentagon Secretary uh, Lloyd Austin in the region expected in Israel possibly today uh, raising those same issues. So uh, certainly on all fronts, I think the Israeli government finding itself under an increasing amount of pressure to at least have uh, come to another temporary ceasefire. That is Bloomberg's Bill Ferries. We go to the White House next and condemnation for the remarks made by Donald Trump over the weekend on immigration. Here's Bloomberg's Ed Baxter. The White House says they are un-American. The statement says echoing the grotesque rhetoric of fascists and violent white supremacists. Trump was trying to rally his base around the issue of immigration. They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done saying they're coming in from all over the world. From Africa, from Asia, all over the world, they're pouring into our country. The White House says clear oppression and a threat to democracy. And Trump rival Chris Christie on CBS has heard on Bloomberg. I don't know how you could take someone like that and say that they're fit to be president of the United States. Trump continues to hold a massive lead in the polls of the GOP. 
Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. Fed officials are pushing back against the notion of aggressive rate cuts in the new year. The head of the Chicago Fed, Austin Goolsby, says it's too early for the Fed to declare victory in its fight against inflation. And he said decisions on cuts will be based on incoming data. Goolsby has been one of the more optimistic policymakers about the prospects of a soft landing for the American economy. He says there has been progress on fighting inflation, but the Fed is still far from its 2% goal. Here's Goolsby speaking on CBS Face the Nation. We're still above the target. We got to get inflation down to target until we're convinced that we're on path to that. It's an overstatement to to be counting the chickens. That is Chicago President Austin Goolsby of the Federal Reserve. We go to China next, where the government has accelerated its ban on iPhones and other devices. Here's Bloomberg's Ann Cates. More Chinese agencies and government-backed firms across at least eight provinces have ordered staff to stop bringing iPhones and other foreign devices to work. It sets in motion an unprecedented prohibition that is likely to block Apple and Samsung from parts of the world's biggest mobile phone market. The effort marks a dramatic escalation of Beijing's campaign to wean itself off American technology, coinciding with the resurgent popularity of homegrown brand Huawei. The edict also threatens to deal a direct hit to Apple's market share. In Washington, Ann Cates, Bloomberg Radio. And that is News When You Want It with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Doug Krisner, and this is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.